Welcome back to Friar Talk. We got another trade for you guys as Brandon Drury was just traded to the San Diego Padres for Victor Acosta. Uh, we're going to be going over both sides of this deal. So if you're a Reds fan, we'll give you the scoop on Victor Acosta, a guy that we really like. Um, but for the Padres, they're getting a guy in Brandon Drury who's a very versatile player, um, having a career year, currently has an, an OPS of 855. His slugging is over 500. Um, he's t hitting 274. He's technically a third baseman, but obviously with Manny Machado on the Padres, we're not likely to see him at third base too often. Um, but he's a guy that can bounce around. He's a DH candidate um, coming from the red. So Chase, what are your initial thoughts in this deal? And you, you want to give a, a quick breakdown on both Drury and Victor Acosta? So... In a way, it sort of makes sense. I mean, you got rid of Voight because Hosmer's like, yeah, you know what? I'm not going to go play for the Nationals. And in a classic Eric Hosmer move, kind of ruins things for the Padres overall. Ends up, he's getting sending, uh, getting sent over to the Red Sox for Jay Groom. And that means, well, you lost your primary DH. It means you need another bat to go fill in that role. Grand injury is having one hell of a year. Makes sense. He plays third, he plays second, he plays short, he's played first, and he's occasionally played some outfield. He's a very versatile uh, fielder. He's having a career year. He can slot right into that DH role, kind of with Myers. Um, they both can put two into the outfield. You can mix and match that lineup in a lot of different ways because of the versatility that those have. So it's a good move. Um, that being said, Brandon Jury is having a career year. If you look back at his past stats, Last year, he had a pretty solid year. He only played, I believe, in 51 games, though. So it's a little sketchy. The past years before that, didn't really have anything going on for him. He had a couple of decent years when he first started in the league with the Diamondbacks. But, oh, thank you. So, like, in 2016, 2017, he had pretty good years. But after that, he really fell off until he joined what was the Mets in 2021. But then again, he only played in 51 games. Played appearances really not that much, so he's having a much better area this year. Do I think it's worth sending Victor Acosta over after you already somewhat depleted the farm system? No, I think it's a good bat to pick up, but I'd much rather have gone after Ian Happ. Like I said, our one weakness still is center field, so much rather have gone after Ian Happ and you know. Sent over Victor Acosta for there. He ha does have a, a decent baseball savant page. But like we said, he's also playing in the Great American Small Park. So getting into Victor Acosta, he is a switch hitter. He's a shortstop. He has projected to be an above average fielder. He has a good arm. His bats, both sides project to be uh, above average. The one thing that's a concern for everyone is whether or not his pop is going to to continue on both sides, if one not, uh, he's going to have a power predominantly on one side or not. It's kind of the case for multiple switch hitters. But since he's so young, it's, you know, he can either grow into his own and be a really good contact hitter. And there's always going to be the worries of whether or not he obtains any power as he continues to age and grow. But really high ceiling for him. A lot of people had him or were going after him when the international signings were going on. He was one of the top prospects coming out. Padres did sign him at 17. Unfortunately, he's no longer with the system. I think we could have gotten a better piece in this deal outside of Brandon Jury. Like I said, we still have a massive hole in center. Doesn't really fix that, but you do replace Luke Voigt since, you know, Eric Hosmer 
decided to screw over the Padres one last time before leaving. Yeah, so I, I, I kind of feel that I have a little bit of like the same skepticism over this deal that you do. Um, I think in terms of like a, a similar deal that we've seen recently, and I'm going to bring up a guy that maybe is probably not the, that will make Padre fans the happiest, um, but it kind of remor- reminds me a little bit of like the Mitch Moreland deal, um, like honestly a lot. Um, where the Padres go and they get a guy who's having a career year um, and really just trying to pick up an extra bat, pick up some pop. So I do like like the idea of it. Like, okay, Brandry makes $900,000 this year, super cheap. Um, the Padres are potentially trying to get back under the luxury tax after the deals that they've had. So we will keep updating you with if there's any more moves. Um, but this is the guy that's super cheap, super cheap bat. Um, they go and they get him. And yeah, they're, they're trading a guy who's only 18 years old. Um, and, you know, could turn out to be a, a, any type of prospect. But I love the – I think we had Victor Acosta either in the top 10 or right outside the top 10 in our prospect rankings just because he's immensely talented. Now, he started this year off super slow, um, but he started picking it up a lot as the year went on. Overall, he's a 45 prospect. Um, his tools are – hit. his hit tools 55, powers 45, arms 50, runs 55, and fielding is 50. So the Reds are getting a solid piece for Jerry, but – I have a couple concerned over him. I, I do like the idea of bringing in a, a powerful bat, um, and I will pop back on this baseball savant page just to show you guys. Um, but my bit, one of my like biggest concerns are we talk about we call it Great American Small Park, right? Because there's a lot of home runs that aren't home runs at other parks. This cluster right here of home runs is a little bit scary, just because these are barely going over the wall. And I know Petco's not super big here, but the most favorable area in Petco is right here. And he's not really hitting a lot of like home runs, what batting from like opposite field home runs. So his baseball savant page looks fine, but this is the guy that they're definitely like buying high a little bit on. Um, but I can't complain too much. I mean, you're giving up, you are giving up a guy in Victor Acosta. Yes. But the Potters are also in a spot where they're trying to win. They're trying to, and, and they're picking up a guy that's playing really well. So I, I definitely understand the trade, but I do wonder if we look back on this one in five years and go, wow, the Reds traded Drury for Victor Acosta and Victor Acosta has become a stud. Now, there's a very good chance that Victor Acosta is super young, super raw, and doesn't develop into a great player because that's kind of what happens when you're trading teenagers. Um, But I do think that they're giving a a, a very talented player up for Drury, even though he doesn't really get, you know, he's not a a name like CJ Abrams or Jackson Merrill or Bob Gasser, right? Anything like that. But he is a guy that's slept on quite a bit, and I think in the system. Um, so I think it's a good haul for the Reds. I think it makes sense for the Potters in terms of, of the bat you're adding. But Chase, anything you want to add on, on Drury before we, we, we move on? Um, I feel like we're probably going to be back with another video later because probably doesn't seem to be quitting this deadline. <laughs> now, a lot of teams right now are putting some are making some last-minute pushes. Uh, if you hear any buzzing, it's basically all the notifications from Twitter and Bleacher Report. Yeah, it doesn't look like this trade line is going to die out anytime soon. Um, as of right now, I just got a notification the Dodgers are making a push for Pablo Lopez. So hopefully that doesn't happen because that would really hurt us. But we got Juan Soto, and they, so it's kind of hard to top that. Um, but hopefully Brown and in and just absolutely continues to do what he's doing right now. You know, an eight, what was it, 855 OPS? Absolutely insane. That would be third on the team now with Soto being here, if not actually fourth because of Bell, but still top five in the team in OPS. And it just shows that 
we got sluggers. We needed sluggers. We got them. Hopefully he continues to do what he's been doing this entire year. You know, if he doesn't hit more home runs, hopefully it turns into doubles and, you know, doubles is almost as good as a home run. And oh, something from the Red Sox. Padres are getting two prospects back for Eric Cosmer. So it will be two prospects. Wait, no. The Red Sox are getting two prospects along with Eric Cosmer. So it will be Hosmer, two prospects, and cash for Jay Groom. And we don't know who those two prospects are as of right now. So, yeah, so I guess breaking news. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, little little extra breaking news as we're recording. Um, there's also been rumored to be a potential Myers trade. Um, a lot of rumors of what's going to go on, but we're not really quite sure what's going on next. But the Drury trade is the most recent of the trades. So um, a guy that, I mean, the another thing is we're talking a lot, like being a, maybe a little bit pessimistic when we're talking about like how he's going to adjust to playing at Petco and whatnot. Um, which I think is really fair. But another thing to talk about from a positive standpoint would be that Brandon Drury is going to have a lot more lineup protection because now we're talking about this Padres team um, and we, we've seen the lineup all year, not that great, but you're going, you're about to be adding Juan Soto, Josh Bell, and Fernando Tatis into that lineup and, and Will Myers potentially as well because he's coming back. So a lot of talent on the, on the, in the Padres lineup now. Um, and Drury's definitely has a lot more lineup protection with this club. So, We'll see how it works out, but I, I, I like the aggressiveness from A.J. Preller. I think that you're seeing very clearly that this is a team that's trying to make a big push over this season and then the next two seasons as well. Um, but we'll see what's next after this deal. So hopefully Drury continues to, to be on a tear like he's been throughout this season. Um, but I think it's going to do it for this episode. So thank you guys for listening. And we are likely to probably be back within the hour with another video about the, another Padres trade. So until we talk to you then. Uh, we'll see you very soon, and we will also be going live today at 4 p.m. Um, but, yeah, sounds good. Hopefully we see you in the live. Hopefully we have another a couple more trade videos to, to send out. But that's going to do it for this episode. Thank you guys for listening, and we'll talk to you later.